Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Great hour of calls so far. We've been chatting all things junior footy finals. couple of exciting grand finals playing out out there. It was great to hear from Alana about Yarrambat's big game against Diamond Creek. Uh, keep the calls coming in, one 736 736 if you'd like to continue to get involved in the show. But I've got a special guest in the studio this morning. It's not very often that I have company in here, so it's wonderful to have Marissa Forsyth with me. Marissa, welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, tell us about the Pretty Foundation. Yeah, the Pretty Foundation is essentially about building body confidence in young girls. So um, often we focus on teenage girls and, and you know, women, but the reality is um, to build body confidence and resilience at a young age, then we've got girls kind of growing up knowing that their bodies are amazing. They can achieve incredible things through sport and various avenues. Um, and we want to start really young. So we focus on two to six-year-old girls, which no one else does. Yeah, that surprised me actually, because when you talk about body confidence or maybe body image issues, I guess the um, perception is is that they kick in in our teen years. So why why that age group? What What's the philosophy behind that? Yeah, unfortunately, it's not just in the teen group. You, you see it really get potentially really bad in the teen sort of area. But, you know, three, four, five, six-year-old girls are already starting to worry about what they look like and think that their bodies can't achieve amazing things. Um, and we just hear stories constantly about, um, well, I can't do it because I'm a girl or, you know, I'm, I'm worried about what I'm going to look like, you know, playing this sport or doing this particular thing. So girls often worry about that really, really young. So we, if we start young, get that mentality right, they've got a much better chance of, you know, succeeding in different areas of life. Where did your interest in it spark? Where... Um, I just, I was in the corporate sphere and uh, was doing marketing for a long time and just to have this aha moment that I, with these ideas and I went, I think I just need to quit my job and give up the paycheck and, and, and start this movement. And so that's kind of how it all began. And um, I remember in my childhood, I got teased and, and bullied as well. And, you know, for my skin colour, I have an Indian heritage. Um, and so that really broke my confidence. Um, and so I just kind of, it's a way to give back and it's a way to, to not let the next generation have to suffer through that. So where did you go from there? Suddenly you realised there was a need for, I guess, more awareness of body confidence issues in girls, where do you go to from there and where did your idea for the Charlie's Tales book series come from? Yeah, well, when I was growing up and, and maybe some parents that are listening in who are around my age in the, in the 30s um, might remember Captain Planet. And um, I remember watching that as a child and, and thinking, well, that's really entertaining for me. But what was actually happening in all the episodes was that they were providing environmental messages. So I was learning about taking care of the environment the whole time. Um, and I thought to myself, I just had this aha moment. I went, well, why can't we create that with body confidence? Why can't we actually create a series of books which will become animations? We've got a pilot episode that's... that's um, in the works and um, we could create this series that kids just enjoy and they're entertained by it, but they're just learning these really strong messages and, and they're having resilience built into them as well. So in the work that you did, you uncovered, I guess, just how big of an issue it is. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of things were you lear- hearing? What, what were the things that kind of indicate that it's an issue for girls? And I'm asking that because there might be parents at home listening. Yeah, yeah. What, what kind of things would, would they be hearing to, to kind of maybe suggest that their daughters or, or, or sons on some occasions yeah. are having a problem with it. 
Uh, it's often quite um, direct. So depending on how open your child is, it could be something as, as oh, I can't do this because I'm a girl or, you know, I can't do this, my friends are doing it, but... Or, you know, directly, my, my thighs are too big or, you know, I don't like my tummy, mummy, or whatever it might be. Um, we constantly hear these stories and we get people writing into us saying, what do I do? What do I speak to the, my ch- you know, child about? How do I overcome this? And so we had um, one parent, her seven-year-old daughter was saying that her thighs were too big. And her mum's like, no, she's not big. She's just bigger than her, her, her friends, but she's really healthy. And so she kept reading the Charlie's Tales books to, to her child. And um, on the holidays a few months ago, she went to circus training and she's doing all these aerial flips and incredible things. And she came back and she told her mum, you know what, mum? It was my strong legs that did that. And it was just that change in mentality that was really key because she was learning that her body is actually a vehicle for life and not something to be stared at or like an ornament. <laughs> so the book series that we're talking about, you've got three books out. Yeah. Cassia and the Fire Dragon, Sylvie and the Star Tree, mm-hmm. and the latest one, Peggy and the Fantastic Football. Yeah, yep. Um, I've read them all to my twins already. <laughs> and just by coincidence, uh, Sylvie, the character in the Star Tree book, is the name of my daughter. So it is. I couldn't believe that. It I thought is. it was, um, yes, yeah, just some one of those books where when I read it, that someone inserts your kid's name in it because yeah. somebody sent it out to me. Um, but no, it's just the name of the character. But the recent one, Peggy and the Fantastic Football, what what have you tried to leverage um, with the football theme? Yeah, well, we know that um, it's a really topical issue at the moment, girls in sports and the pathways for girls to, to really succeed and do well in sport, but also the barriers that come with, you know, girls in sport and, you know, girls can't play sport or they can't play particular sports or they should just be pigeonholed into dance and gymnastics and things like that. And, um, you know, I've spoken to a lot of AFLW players and, you know, they've told me their stories about when they were growing up, I had to stop playing rugby, I had to stop playing, you know, footy with the boys because it was just, I was a girl and I just didn't get the opportunity to do that and I wasn't allowed to. So we thought it would just be a great opportunity to develop a book that allows boys and girls to realise that girls can play sport. Um, And also just, yeah, just that inclusiveness and also for girls to recognise their bodies are actually amazing and can do incredible things is is really key. And why is that important? What effect does it have on, say, participation rates and um, girls' kind of confidence in actually getting involved in sport altogether? Yeah, well, I've had a lot of conversations with, um, you know, the the CEOs of AFLW clubs, the different clubs, and, um, you know, a lot of them have said to us there's some issues around pathways and, and girls dropping off, but... You know, I was speaking to Brianna Brock from the Brisbane Lions and she was saying to me, you know, we have so many girls take part in Auskick and then we have so many girls drop off because they just feel like they're not good enough. Um, And so it's just really teaching our girls to keep going, give it a go. You're only going to get better as you keep going along and to believe in themselves. So, you know, I think that's a really key thing to learn about functionality and and just to keep going and and believing in, in your skills and abilities. So it's a real part of this book as well. Marissa, we're going to keep chatting on the other side of this break. If you're out there, maybe a parent or even a a kid who's got a question for Marissa about any of this, give us a call, 1300 736 736. We'll continue our chat on the other side of this. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. You're with Daisy Pearce and Marissa Forsyth, who's joined us in studio. She's the foundation of the Pretty Foundation. And through the foundation, they've written a series of wonderful books called the Charlie's Tales books. There's three in the series. Uh, and they're all aimed at um, sending a message that all bodies are unique, uh, that they can achieve amazing things, and they're set to empower girls to develop the skills and perspective that um, 
nurture, I guess, a positive body image. So it's a wonderful message and a much needed one when you start to delve into the stats of just how many girls out there do have, um, I guess, body confidence issues. Um, the Peggy and the Fantastic Football one is her most recent book, Marissa, and it kind of walks through a girl who doesn't have the confidence to go and join in on the game and feels a little bit out to the side. And then um, Charlie comes in and gives her the encouragement to get out there and get involved. And she then thinks that without giving the story away, spoiler alert, um, she's given what she thinks is a magic football that gives her the skills to go out and play well in the game. But in fact, it's just an ordinary football and she realises it was just her body that did it. So great story. Where, where can people pick up the series if they want to read these to their kids? Yeah, the series can be picked up at prettyfoundation.org. So just on our website, we've got a special deal for all three books at thirty four ninety five, or you can buy it for fourteen ninety five. And Kemp's Warehouse stores are, not all of them, but the majority of them are selling them as well on their countertops. So you can pick them up there. And what about, this is a charity and um, not-for-profit organisation. So where can people donate if this is a, a, an issue that's close to them and they'd like to support the Pretty Foundation? Where can they get involved in that? Yeah, just, just on our website as well, prettyfoundation.org, or you can get in contact with us at hello at prettyfoundation.org and we'd love to collaborate with schools and communities and, and do things together. And if you can fundraise and donate, that would be amazing. It's a, a great message. And I guess for the parents listening out there, I mean, like you said, the things that you might hear is, Mum, I'm too tall or I'm so much bigger than all the other kids in my class. I'm much stronger. The, it's it's sad really that that's what our girls think of as their bodies, but it just points to the power of sport to be able to, I guess, change that from a negative perception to realising just how capable their bodies are. And it's amazing some of the research that you brought in where you surveyed um, elite athletes mm-hmm. That this is a journey they've been they've been on as well. That they had these body confidence issues early on, and it was through sport that they were able to, I guess, flip their thinking around. I just read out one anecdote from an athlete that was involved in your research, and she says, "When I was in primary school, I felt too big, too strong. I would hunch my shoulders to appear less of an intimidating figure." And that it was through watching Serena Williams that she flipped that. Um, thinking and realised just how capable her body was and she started using it to to the better through sport. Is that a common one that comes through? Yeah, so uh, that that was, um, who did we speak to there? That was Eliza Hines from the Collingwood Football Club and um, we spoke to quite a few AFLW players and it was just the same sort of thing. I'm too tall, I'd hunch my shoulders, worried about the way I look and then they started playing sport and they realised that they could use that to their advantage mm. and that, you know, a healthy body comes in different shapes and sizes. It's not just one particular size. And I love the fact that um, we spoke to a few others and, and we they were saying that, you know, different sports allow you to have different body shapes and sizes within the sport as well. So a basketballer, you could be, you know, a point guard and, and be really little and then you could also be, you know, a really tall rebounder. And, and with AFL, you could be big and, and strong and um, to also being really lean and, and quick on the field. So, you know, I love the fact that there's a lot of sports that you can have different shapes and sizes and it, it, they're all unique and, and valuable. Mm. So parents listening out there that maybe have come across these comments from their kids, what – What's your advice to them or do you have any, I guess, resources where they can learn how to cope with those conversations? Yeah, we've got um, parents' guides on the website for all the books but also body image guides that they can download for free. Um, and um, we just we just say focus on the fact that we're all unique 
Uh, our bodies are incredible to give things a go. They're a vehicle for life, to be inclusive and, and to use those sorts of things and teach your children that and, you know, show that by example. So we don't want mummy saying one thing and then doing another thing. So... Well, Marissa, thanks for coming in. We're out of time because it has just flown, as it always does on the Kids Edition. Thanks for telling us more about the Charlie's Tales books, Chemist Warehouse, if you'd like to buy one, or the Pretty Foundation website. Um, I've just noticed, last one, that Trent Cotchen's written a little message on the back. We know he's got kids, three now, and two of them daughters. How did he get involved in the story? Uh, We contacted him, and he was astounded by the stats with girls. Um, He's got his daughters, and he just wanted to get involved. And, and of course, you you wrote the forward as well, Daisy, so (laughs) we're really grateful for that. Well, thanks for coming in, Marissa. Uh, We'll keep an eye out for them in store, and, yeah, great message. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91